Welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislenko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut, part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Director of Communications, and this is Episode 1 for Season 4 as we begin the new liturgical year with the first Sunday of Advent, November 29, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from Mark, chapter 13, verses 33 through 37. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore. You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight, or at cockcrow or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all. Watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Gathering on this first Sunday of Advent, there is an important question we can ask. And it's this. Do you desire to possess God? Do you desire to possess God? Now, before you quickly respond in the affirmative to that question, we need to make sure that we understand how it's different from another question that sounds somewhat similar. And that question is, do you desire to possess what God can do for you? Do you possess, do you desire what God can do for you? So the first one is, do you desire to possess God? The second one, do you desire to possess what God can do for you? The first one is preferred because it focuses us more on God and less on ourselves. If we truly desire to possess God, then we are also going to desire to possess God's will for us. If we're just looking to God for what he can do for us, then too much of our own will gets in the way. And this often happens in our relationship with God, that it becomes too loaded with our agenda where we almost want God to do what we want God to do, not what God wants to do in and through us. And so, do you desire to possess God? If the answer to that question is yes, then in that desire is an understanding that in wanting to be united with God, you also want to connect with the truth of yourself. And it comes with the understanding that as a human being, you cannot be the person you are until you completely rest in God. That you're going to live with an incompleteness until that day comes when you are fully united with your creator, with God. And so this unification this process can be achieved to some extent here on earth, but won't fully be ours until we journey to heaven in life eternal. And so while we can achieve some 
there's a great measure that is still left to be gained. Union with God. Advent is the perfect time to focus on our desire to possess God and be united with him. Advent actually gives us the key to unlock that relationship, to unlock that door that will lead us to a deeper understanding of how we can then make that advance in our lives. And the key that Advent gives us is none other than the key of David himself, who is Christ. Christ as the key of David is the one who is the image of the invisible God, the one who can show us how to conform our lives more completely to God's. It is Christ in how he teaches, what he speaks, how he lives, what he says, who can lead us on the path to God. And so as we gather today, we realize that it is Christ who is the key, who is the way, the truth, and the life, who can show us exactly where we need to go. It is the commandment of love of God, of love of neighbor, and love of self that can give us the focus that we need to find our way through this world. The difficulty for us is that we often in our lives get very distracted, which makes this season of Advent so much more needed for us to advance in our spiritual lives. The distractions of our lives, the preoccupations of our own self-concerns, the stresses, the challenges, and the changes that life brings to us, all can pull us away from our truth, all can pull us away from achieving that goal of union with God. In our Advent journey, we have this opportunity to calm, call ourselves back, to calm down our lives a bit, to refocus, to regroup, and to see what we ultimately want and what we ultimately desire. It is to bring ourselves more on that path that we are meant to travel as children of God. When we begin to calm ourselves down, when we begin to listen, heighten our awareness, wait, watch, become more alert and more vigilant, we begin to see the ways that God bursts forth into our lives and surprises us with the gift of his presence. And we've all experienced this before. We've all had these now moments when life just seems to click and things come together. Those moments when we touch the sacred, when we're inspired with a thought, when we find ourselves guided in an action, when we find ourselves experiencing peace, when we find ourselves focused, when things just seem to come together and make sense. These now moments are graced moments when God 
surprises us with his presence to let us know that he is with us, that he is a part of our life's journey, and that there's more than just what is visibly apparent before us. These now moments allow us to see that God wishes to surprise us more abundantly with his presence. And if we are watchful, attentive, and vigilant, as this season calls us to, we will be surprised by God more often and be able to see more clearly. When this happens, we will find ourselves increasing in faith, but we will also find ourselves forming our consciences so that our awareness of life begins to change, how we act in the world begins to change, the way we make choices will begin to change. We will find ourselves living more as Christ would live, taking the values of the gospel and putting them into our everyday decision-makings. We will find ourselves being more concerned about us rather than myself and living to achieve the kingdom of God, not our own. So the goal for our Advent season is to stop, to create a space of quiet, to relax a bit, to focus, to see what we are called to be, to focus on our desire to possess God. And in doing so, we can find ourselves trusting more, trusting more. Life can change. We know that that is true. Circumstances can develop into ways that we've never expected. But in and through it all, there is a constant in God's presence. And trusting in that constant brings us to the gift of Advent joy. We can then say a prayer that we all know and have learned, and it can have a greater fervor and deeper meaning. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The true gift of Advent is when we begin to cling to and realize that what God has created, God also sustains, and that God will then fulfill all things in Christ one day. Our task is to learn to trust and to open ourselves to God's surprises. And if, when we ask ourselves that question, do I possess a desire for God? And the answer is I'm not sure or no. Then Advent can be a time to ask God for the desire to have the desire. And if we seek that desire with our whole heart, God will certainly inspire us to show us that he is Emmanuel, that he does journey with us, and he is part of our lives.
Father Mark Sislanko is the pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Learn more about our parish community at isidoreandmaria.org and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our music comes free of charge from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening. Thank you.